last semester in college? Dog, I'm telling you right now, nine times out of ten, it was my stinking ass because I have literally the worst concept of technology ever. It's all right. Uh, uh, just so you know, I, I just started recording because fuck it, why not banter? banter yeah, banter, that's banter. cool. Oh, man. I guess time. I guess time. sure she ain't happy about that but there's a lot of family i stopped talking to after the funeral like oh hey you know the head of voltron is no longer here with us all right <laughs> anymore, nigga. Uh, all right um let me write down the head of voltron is no longer here as titles that i may use <laughs> so what's going on how are you and th- first of all let me just say thank you because this this has been a very like hectic week for me like this uh shit going on with my job, shit going on in just life, and so I've had to flake a couple times, and this isn't even the first week that I flaked with this stuff, so I appreciate you just being, like, considerate and understanding, you know what I mean? It's, it, and I know you're gonna be like, it's okay, but I just wanted to let you know that I appreciate it. Hey, man, it's, it's you, you're good people, man, so I don't mind that. If the Navy has taught me anything, it's, uh, hurry up and wait. Considering the conversation we've had before about your time in the Navy, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do miss them checks. <laughs> I mean, I miss the checks, I miss the, the port visits, and maybe the uniform. Because I've seen their new uh, working uniforms. I'm like, hey, we had the digital camels. I don't know what the fuck this shit is. <laughs> it's like y'all can blend in with some AstroTurf. Wait a minute. Are you? Never mind. I'm not. Nope. 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 Oh no, no no! You got the ass now. <laughs> nope. Uh, no, uh, out with it. Out with it. No 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 no. Out, out with it. Out with it. Please, pretty please. I said pretty please, nigga. Come on. So. <laughs> <laughs> the digital camo was the dumbest fucking thing. 
you're right, but I loved it. I loved that working uniform, and I'm mad as hell. I didn't, oh, wait. Yeah, there was a reason why I couldn't keep it. Um, shout out to anyone who's in the Navy. If, if you're about to get out, I hope you got money saved up. Because <laughs> they gave me enough to, like, get my flight home, and that was it. Like, no baggage check money, nothing. I had to sell my uniforms off. So, I've heard, uh, I was mad about that. I've heard from friends who were Marines how they do them, and I'm just like, that. Thanks for fighting for our country and uh, possibly risking your life. Now, uh, fuck off. Fuck off. Pretty much, yeah. So, before yeah. we get into some serious topics, I have a fun right. game I'd like to play. I didn't tell you the name of the game. I played this game on a... <laughs> I played this game on a future episode of the Culture Combo News Podcast, which should be coming out next week. Uh, the name of the game is Sex Habits of Comic Book Characters. Oh, no. I am going to give you something that I think they're into. You have to decide what comic book character it is. Now, oh dear God! since you're not super versed with comic book characters, I'm not going to give you any of the really difficult ones. So I'm gonna, I'll definitely give you ones that you've seen in movies. Alright. Okay. We'll, start, we'll start off a little easy. Okay. This Marvel Comics solo superhero who has been on teams is an undercover freak, probably has sex on top of buildings all the time. Daredevil. You said the same thing that um, both my uh, co-hosts said. No, the correct answer is Spider-Man. Which one we talking about? Oh, Peter. I feel like Peter really. Really, Peter? I think Peter be putting it down. It's not a Ben Riley thing. Nah, I think Ben. I don't know if Ben Riley's actually had sex. Yeah, I haven't read any of his comics yet. I actually I haven't been fucking with Peter either. Not since uh, the last uh, Spider Man series. Like I'm just a I'm a Miles Morales fan. Oh, Always Miles Morales, that dude. yeah, he's absolutely yeah. Dude. Same thing for Miss um, Marvel. No, you know, no disrespect to the other Marvels. <laughs> it's all about Miss Marvel for me. Yeah, Kamala Khan. Like she, she's yeah. gonna be a star. She's gonna be. A, she's already a star, but she's gonna be one of like the premier like characters especially yeah. after the Disney the Marvel movie. series yeah yes. that's what I'm worried about like Miss Marvel and Ironheart I'm worried about those two I know, like everything else I'm sure they're gonna knock it out of the park but I'm hella worried about these two like I love these fucking characters do not fuck them up but hey it's Marvel like you know other than Dark World and Guardians Volume 2 they haven't really disappointed me yet trying to find the uh, writer's name so if I'm not mistaken the show will be written by someone of Arab or Muslim descent which I think is fantastic because mm. it should be someone who actually knows the culture um, so yeah. I, I'm with it I'm absolutely with it I think this is gonna I, that's one of the reasons I believe it's gonna succeed is because they have the right people behind it who could do the character like the Echo series that's coming out the actress playing yes. Echo is going to be deaf, which I was like, that's fucking <laughs> dope. Uh, deaf and uh, indigenous, so that's, that's Hell yeah. two, two hits on that. Which reminds me, I, I know you got like another question or whatnot, oh, but yeah. it's like, I just, um, I just started playing catch up with uh, a bunch of comics, and yeah, Miles Morales, like I got all the uh, trades or whatever, and um, the recent, uh, Miss Marvel joints by what's that cast name? Is it 
Solomon Amin. Uh, I'm sorry. Solomon Amin, I believe. Yeah. His run. I, think oh, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but his run run has been phenomenal on a lot of. Oh, levels. I bet. I bet. And I got tired of everyone bragging about X Men, so I went and got got like the first two um, Jonathan Hickman joints. Oh yeah. Because because uh, I was reading what the recent uh, was it volume one or of uh, Champions like Outlawed. And they mentioned uh, Krakoa. I'm like, yo, I need to get this shit. <laughs> yo, Krakoa, yo. Do yourself a favor, buy Powers of X and House of X. Because oh, it's Powers of X? Okay. There's Powers okay, of those X. Those are the ones I need to get. Yeah, Powers of X and House of X. They will explain everything that happened with Krakoa. It, it's it's something else, man. I really do think you'll uh, you'll thoroughly enjoy it. But should I still keep the, uh, oh, yeah. the two um, Jonathan Hickman joints I got from what? I think Volume 1 and Volume 2 from last year. Yes, absolutely, because that's okay. that's right on the heels of everything that happened with House of Power. Okay. All right, hit me with question two. All right. This DC comic psychotic probably doesn't have sex, and he, mostly because he's crazy and doesn't have any pleasure sensory in his penis. Oh, shit. This is a DC comic villain. It's like I could say Joker, but... Something tells me he might be freaky, freaky. So damn, I was like, damn, who can I go with? Rid, no, Riddler probably be fucking. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna say, uh, Calendar Man, since I've been seeing him pop up in everything recently. You should have went with your first instinct. The question, the answer actually is Joker. Oh shit! Because I know one of the things he has is like he has nerve ending issues. It's one of the reasons he can take as many hits as he can and like doesn't seem like he feels it because he has nerve ending issues. So there's that. Reminds me of the villain in uh was it Tomorrow Never Dies or The World Is Not Enough? The dude who couldn't feel anything. I should you know it's one of, it's one of the few bond, bond bond movies that I've seen and I know the one you're talking about, but I can't remember which one it is. I think it was No yeah. Was it Die Another Day? No, no. No, it wasn't Die Another Day. Maybe it was Die Another Day. I don't know. Fuck it. Next question. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this... Oh, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. This DC Comics woman has probably pegged more men than a little bit. Wonder Woman. Okay. Yeah, that was... Yeah. <laughs> and sign me up. Jesus. The, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. You know what's funny is I feel that, like, she's not one of those, like, I'm forcing you to do this. I feel like she's just kind of like, she, she like she knows the human body, so she's like, okay, this is what we're going to do, I'm going to be as gentle as possible, and then, like, when you're done, you're like, huh, okay. Look, look if she wants to really get back at the world of men, I will gladly <laughs> sign up, like, go ahead. Plus, I just read uh, that first issue of Nubia as well. Oh, God, that was so Man. <laughs> Yo, deep, man. Well, no, I should keep that to myself. No, I gotta see not? how. Uh, well, it's like I want them to do a Nubia movie, but I gotta see what they do with um, with a uh, Supergirl and uh, Batgirl first. Yeah, I feel that we're gonna see Nubia in the next uh, Wonder Woman movie. If we don't see Nubia, I'm almost certain we're gonna see Artemis. I'm hoping we see Artemis. I love me some Artemis, but. If I had to pick one of the two, I'm going to put my personal feelings aside, and I'm, I want to see more Nubia. 
just because mm-hmm. she's so new. Well, she's not even new. She's been around for fucking decades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like that hair. And I love shit. I love that she was in bed and like when she woke up, she had all that shit like wrapped up. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. That shit would seem like it would be annoying as fuck. But you know, mm-hmm. I rock the Bruce Willis. So. <laughs> We'll go. Jesus. We'll go one more before we get. We'll go. We'll go two. We'll do two more. I'll go with five. Yay! This Marvel Comics hero is totally bad at sex, but tells everyone he's great. Makes up for it by going down a lot. It's not Deadpool. Tough. Deadpool. Johnny Storm. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yo, my best friend, my best friend called um, my best friend called Johnny Storm the ultimate. No, one of them said Johnny Storm's the ultimate fuckboy. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. All right, so for this last one, do you want a difficult one or an easy one? Difficult. Yeah, a little difficult. Okay. Compassionate and thoughtful. Compassionate and thoughtful lover, despite his personality. Too prideful to be bad. This is a DC Comics solo. I guess anti-hero may be the word for it. Shit. I'll give you another hint. They have nothing to do with Batman. Or Superman. Damn. See, this is why I'm starting starting to read more... DC Comics lately. Their character <laughs> on Legends of Tomorrow. Constantine? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I kind of, I was just like, you gotta get this one. I feel like Constantine probably, again, <laughs> my buddy said he'd be, he'd be doing like magic spells in it. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm sure he had to if he was dating uh, King Shark. Like, how does that work? Yo, I laughed so goddamn hard when he said that. He was on my axes here. He dated Harley Quinn. No, not that crazy. <laughs> and then King Shark just winks. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Yo, Constantine's, I, a, Constantine's I, a freak. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, did they mention that they want to do a movie with Homeboy? With uh, Constantine? Play Constantine? Yeah, I mean, no disrespect to John Wick, but, like, dude owns the role. So if they oh, do another absolutely. movie, he's got to be in it. I was pissed when they canceled the series. Oh, shit. What was it on? Was it on? It wasn't on WB, was it? Nah, I think it was like an, I think it was like an ABC or CBS kind of show. Constantine on CBS. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes sense. It was um, it was one of those shows. It was funny because when I first watched it, I was like, "Oh, this is super dope." And then me and my wife were watching it, and then it then like that mid season finale, and then the next day canceled. I'm like, fuck you guys. Uh, NBC. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, shit, I'm still mad at him for uh, Hannibal. Dude, what the... Alright. Can we talk about how that final season was hot garbage? I haven't seen it. Oh. Maybe that's for the best. <laughs> First two seasons were, I think, I'm not sure if it was two, I'm not sure if it was three or four seasons, but that last season... I thought it, there was like three seasons ter- t- total. Okay, so the first two seasons rocked. And then, oh my god, yes. And so yeah, so me and the wife got to like episode three, and I'm like, I'm tapping out. She goes, yeah, me too. 
And normally I'm we're start- like, huh? Oh, no, you first. No, I was just going to say that normally we're like, all right, we'll stick through it because we got this far. We both just kind of like, nah, I'm cool. I was starting to think that, like, studios, they openly say they fuck with Brian Fuller, but then you hear about the bullshit that goes on, like, American Gods. Like, come on, gone after one fucking season? It only went one season? I've heard nothing but amazing things about that. No, no, I mean, I'm talking about Brian Fuller's involvement. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I'm... Yeah. You know, it's actually a good segue to our next topic, but I'm not really, when it comes to movies and shows, I'm not, I don't really know a lot of the creators behind it, and so I appreciate the people who actually do know who, like, who these people are, the creators, because it gives you a reason to follow them. For me, it's, it's like comic book writers and comic book artists. If I see Brian K. Vaughn, Vita Ayala, mm-hmm. Kelly mm-hmm. Thompson, uh, did I say Brian K. Vaughn? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I mean, dude's nice, gotta say it twice. <laughs> yeah, so there are certain names, when I, uh, um, Jerry Duggan, Dan Slott, so there are certain names in comic mm-hmm. books that I see, if I if they're there, <coughs> I'm on it. So if, so I'm assuming that Brian Fuller is on that list of people you think should have should should be on that list of like if they're in if they're into yeah, it. Yeah, dude's nice. Dude's nice. I mean, oh shit, he did folks, like me. Yeah, I mean, shit, he's kind of involved with uh, Star Trek Discovery, which is just fucking amazing, and I'm glad I binged it all. Oh nice. So, and I'm not even the biggest Star Trek fan, but this shit is like, oh my god. It's is this amazing. the one on um? Is this the one on Paramount the, Plus? Okay, I knew they have a. I I, I that's just not a bill I'm gonna be paying. <laughs> no, I didn't, dude. I bought it for a year, and I'm like, look, after like the next season of uh, Discovery and uh, season two of Picard, yeah, I'm not re-upping, like, cause that's the only time I watch the shit. Yeah, and I've gotten to the point now where like with certain, like I got rid of my Showtime. I think I got rid of Showtime. Whatever. Shameless yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, whatever Shameless yeah. is on, I got off of that. I'm just like, eh. Not really yeah. a These and Samaro's not enough for me. <laughs> Yo, can I say those is annoying the shit out of me? I fucking love them, but I get it. I respect the hustle. Like, I'll never knock them, but it's like, those dudes just annoy me. And this is from someone who's oh, openly annoying. Those dudes are <laughs> annoying. But I fuck with them, though. I really do fuck with them, though. But I just... No comment. It's just not for me. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Uh, All right, but, but yeah, speaking of cruising and everything, what you got for me? So since we were discussing movies and things of that nature, I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the A uh, the IATSE strike. Go ahead. So you're somebody who actually understands the movie business and things that are going on. Ooh, not all of it. But... Not all of it, <laughs> but you have, you have way more knowledge than I do. What I are, mean, what is something, what is, so, what's something, because maybe you can explain it better than I do, because I'm getting a lot of the information, like, secondhand. Is there anything in particular that you think we need, people should know about, but I do actually have someone who, um, okay, here we go. So, um, someone I know who will remain nameless, who copied and posted from someone they know said this. Wondering because I was asking about. It. I said, uh, "What's going on with everything?" Da da da. da. So uh, they brought. I'm sorry. Sorry for everyone listening. I'm trying to actually find the actual. They'll be all right. 
So here we go. All right, I'll just read one of the things on there. Wondering why filmmakers aren't celebrating the deal that Avert strikes. Let's do some math. And if, it's, and, if, and if I'm getting anything wrong, those of you who know more, please let me know and I'll, and I'll let it. We quote-unquote won a universal 10-hour turnaround between calls. That means if you clock out of work at 8 p.m., the earliest you can call back in without a penalty is 6 a.m. That 10 hours includes your commute both ways, showering, eating, feeding and walking your pants, calling your mom, existing for your spouse, basically anything else in your life. They can do this to you every day without penalty. It's not much of a victory because it's already the requirement nearly everywhere. There were previous exceptions. For reference, if you work 8 hours a day, you should turn around 16 hours. Do you have an extra 6 hours a day? There are no restrictions for the length of the day. Thus, you can work 14 hours every day without violating a 10-hour turnaround and not even uh, change your call time. This is already common practice, except that often uh, run past 14 hours anyway. It just uh, move the call time forward the uh, following day, uh, which they do will continue to do because there are no new rules to stop it. Think that 10-hour turnarounds is tough enough after 14? Try it after 17. Hell, try it again the day after that and the day after that. So this is just one of the stories of things that they're talking about in the IA stories that they're talking about. It's, it's the uh, film entertainment workers, for, like, you know, it's, so it's for expecting them to build solidarity across crews and crafts. And so it's things like this that the people who work behind the scenes, they're talking about the, you can correct me if I'm wrong, like the caterers, the key grips, the, um... Everybody. Yeah, like you know, essentially everyone who's not like a, a big name, like the actor, producer, or the director. And, and you can Pretty me. much, yeah. So, um, oh, no, sorry, go ahead, no, no, because like again, like you, I would like you to uh, to expand on this a little bit. I honestly don't get it. What's going on? Like this is common fucking sense. They're really the blood of the entire fucking production. So I don't know why you're not giving them, like, not even just this. It should be ten times better than what they're asking for. You guys should be going, like, all out to cater to this crew because they put up with your bullshit. Yeah. It's it's just not fair that you're not paying them a decent... Oh, but then again, we're having this, we're having this conversation slash argument with all forms of... Uh, like, Life. work. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just pay people what they're owed. And way more than that. Like, hell, oh my goodness. Yeah. I wish the strike happened. Like, sure, I would miss out on some things. And that's okay. I would be happy that they're going into work, being paid out of the ass, getting the time, getting the proper amount of rest, and even getting a piece of, uh, you know, just a small piece of what they're uh, creating. Wasn't that like another argument with like the writers? Was it like the writer strike? There was like a, it was supposed to be another writer strike. Something about uh, not getting enough from uh, Netflix, like in terms of uh. That was part of it with the it was probably AI strike. Um, other things, but like the writers are always on strike because they don't really. It almost feels like the writers don't really get the appreciation that's needed. They don't. It is, it's not even it's not even just the writers so when you hear certain things and you're like oh well the director the producer and the actors that's all fine and well they're the, the visual representation of of the project but there's a lot of things that go into this 
and like you said, they're the blood of a of a film or a TV show, a documentary, or what or so have you. So when you ha- so what about like the the cameraman or the camera the camera people? So let's look at the the Matrix camera. That you figure something like that, the person who did this would be more well known for that kind of angle. Mm-hmm. But again, a lot. Of, but we could look these things up. But to a, a lot of a lot of to our ignorances, like we just don't. Like you know, because it's not something that you're privy to or something you're not passionate about. You may not look into that. Uh, but you have. But even something as simple as, like the caterer. You gotta eat. The makeup artist. You gotta look good. Like you know what I mean. Like so, these are things that people aren't taking into account. Um, so I found an article about the uh, the IATSE gearing up for a possible strike. This is in September, uh, last month, September 8th. The, IS, the IATSE is gearing up for a possible strike against the film and television industry, which would be the first industry-wide, industry-wide strike in the union history. The union and management of the IMPTP will return to the bargaining table on Thursday um, in an effort to reach an agreement on a new film and TV contract in advance of Friday's expirations for their current deal. A strike, if it comes down to that, would be several weeks away. However, the IATSC continues to lay the groundwork for a possible walkout, which includes a text, uh, text messaging campaign to educate members about the negotiation and what's at stake. So, uh, someone said, our goal is to reach every single one of our members and make sure that they know what's going on in negotiations, where to get more information, and when the moment comes, the moment comes, how to make their voices heard by voting. The union said in a message to members Tuesday night, we don't know what the vote will be, contract ra- uh, ratifications or strike authorization, but we do know what is coming and we need local members to speak up on large amounts. But in something you mentioned earlier, because it's, you have net like Netflix, you have Hulu, you have Amazon, and to say that these companies aren't making money is absolute bullshit. Netflix, I think Netflix just upped their price Hulu definitely just upped their price. Uh, Amazon sent a, sent a bunch of people into fucking space. So let's not act like they don't have the money to do it. Exactly. Or just the human, like. the human decency to be like, hey, uh, oh, here's a good one. So I'm going through this particular Facebook page and where they're allowing people, excuse me, Instagram page, where they're allowing people to talk about some of the things that have happened but do it anonymously. Pre-call yesterday was... 10.42 a.m. Crew call was 12 p.m. Wrap up, 5.24 a.m. Just under a 19-hour work, work day. The fuck? I really wish they would say what production that was on. It is funny because... It feel, I feel like that industry's petty enough to just fire everybody. If oh, don't tempt them. Yeah, and it's like, eh, we'll just, there's, there'll be other people out there. I mean, look at John Deere. They had no trouble just putting on inexperienced workers to come and, you know, replace the ones on strike, which is never good. It's not. It's not good at all. And damn, here's a. Did did you hear about the cinematographer who lost her life over some bullshit? Uh, the Alec Baldwin thing that happened last night? Yeah, yeah, they need to shut that entire production down. Like, that movie should be, like, it's a wrap on that. And hopefully that's what's going on, because this is, this is unnecessary. You remember that, um, the, uh, the fucking, um, uh, stock market scene in, uh, Dark Knight Rises? Yes. You know how there was, like, just 
no blinks or nothing in the gun. Like they're like shooting up the screens and whatever, but you see like the little poppers popping off. Mm-hmm. I used to make fun of that. I'm like, yo, y'all couldn't afford to shoot some blinks off. But now after this, I'm like, yo, can we just do that now? Or just pay extra the, you know, CGI to shit? Like, there's no fucking reason we should be using blanks. So, I'm looking, just for the people who don't know, uh, just like I'm trying to find an actual article that's reputable, but you know, that's pretty much impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like those, uh, whatever website talking about forced stimulus checks. Uh, but... So what ended up, for, for those of you who don't know, there's a, a movie called Rush. It's supposed to be a Western, if I'm not mistaken. Alec Baldwin shot a gun. It was supposed to be a, I guess, a cold gun, I think, is supposed, supposed to be the term, or however it was. It wasn't supposed to be a gun that had bullets in it, or it was supposed to have blanks. Shot and killed somebody, killed an arm an actor, I believe, on set. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a sad thing in... If I'm not mistaken, the crew kind of walked out on it. Like we're not, we're not gonna fuck with this. Uh, the family of uh, as they should. The family of Brandon Lee supports the idea of like you know them walking out, and especially considering how their loved one died. So it's a the whole situation is just kind of fucked up because even if and I can get into my conspiracy a conspiracy theory bag in a second, but a lot of this could come from mistakes that happen when you're fucking overworked and you're scared to say I can't work because I'm tired. Like, mistakes will happen when you have people who are working 19 fucking hour shifts. It's not safe for anybody. Like, especially, like, you know what I mean? Like, things, mistakes do happen. And don't get me started, I think that there was a, was a live round put in there to make the, the crew look bad so they'll, so they won't strike. If you want me to be completely honest about it. Like, I yeah, it is Alec Baldwin. He is a petty bitch. <laughs> I wonder if I can make Alec Baldwin a petty bitch. Yeah, yeah, what if I do just something that? Hey. Yeah, it's, hey. Yeah, it's, it's just it's something else, man. Like, just, just please, for the love of Odin, take care of your people. And it, like, and to your point earlier, it's not just on the set of movies. This mm-hmm. is just work in general. I don't remember at my old job, like, sometimes they'd be mad if, like, yo, I can't, like, I'm not staying late or I'm not coming in early or so have you. And I would only do it if a friend of mine was like, hey, I really need you to come in and help me out. And I came in and worked because this is somebody that I care about and they asked me and they were compassionate about everything that's going on. So that's mm-hmm. different. But when you're management and you're like, oh, we're short staffed, that's not my fault. Yeah. You'll be all right. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm not going to say where I work, but there are situations where sometimes you have to think like, oh, are we staffed properly to do the things we need to do? What happens if XYZ happens, like, you know, occurs? Like, do we have the proper people in place to make sure everybody is safe from top to bottom? And sometimes companies don't really give a shit. And they really don't. People will talk about, um, like retail workers, but they still need their clothes. They'll talk about fast food workers, but they're still buying burgers. Mm-hmm. Like you always got something to say. It's just like, well, so yes, they deserve a liberal wage. Yes, they deserve 
to be doing. Just they deserve to actually afford to be able to like pay rent and things like that. Now, I'm not exactly. saying I'm not saying that someone who's working McDonald's or doing Uber Eats to make the same as like a nurse, a doctor, a, a lawyer, or something like that, who's actually having you know what I mean, things like things of that nature. But they should be allowed to live comfortably. Like you know what I mean? Exactly. It's it's a whole fucking thing, and I it's it's disappointing that people really don't understand the concept of what's going on and how a lot of these things affect other people. Ah, they're the same motherfuckers buying them toilet paper and getting mad at you over a lack of straws at Starbucks. (laughs) Or if you had your favorite fucking macchiato. Just drink some water, bitch. Like, shut up, man. They got enough problems going on. You're not added. You're you're not helping the situation. Like, yo, for real. Like, for the love of old, just shut the fuck up. Like, it's... Like it costs you nothing. It costs you nothing to not say anything. Like if I go into a store mm-hmm. and and they don't have pork belly, I'm not like you have this shit all the time. Why do you not have? I'm like I got cool. You know what you have yeah. Like Monday. Cool. Yeah. I'll see you Monday. Exactly. Now, the same motherfuckers complaining about the McFlurry machine. Like look, you're used to it. Oh, don't get me wrong. I will absolutely fucking roast them on Twitter. But I'm not gonna go yell at the person who <laughs> who has nothing to fucking do with this. Why am I yelling at exactly. you? Exactly. You're not the mechanic. You're not the manager. You're, just, exactly. you're the dude making the shit and taking the money. You don't get paid to yell. I've actually said that to, to I was flipping out on somebody. On um, uh, I won't say their names because they may sue me. Uh, Shinison's Bank. I called them and they were just <laughs> and something happened and I'm just like pissed off and I'm and I paused and I'm like I'm yelling. I paused and I said. I apologize for yelling at you, ma'am. You don't get paid to get yelled at. Can you please transfer me to somebody who does get paid to get yelled at? <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> I, I always tell people, look, I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad at your shitty <laughs> system. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. It's like, yo, please, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> uh, people yelling, oh, God. Working at Star Market when I was a kid. Bagging groceries, just put them in plastic bags. The rule was... They don't want, if they want paper and plastic, they have to say something. So, bag of stuff up. The woman said, can you put this stuff in a paper bag and plastic? I said, okay. So, I already had the stuff in a plastic bag. So, I took it from the plastic bag, put it in a paper bag, put the pa- put the paper bag in a plastic bag. Nice. No harm, no foul. Woman was like, you're just going to be lazy? I go, huh? She goes, lazy, you're, huh? You're, just, you're not going to take the stuff out and rebag? And I'm like, it's already bagged. Like, why am I going to take this stuff out to redo that? And so she just goes, I make more money than you. Um, I make more money in an hour than you do in a week. And I looked at her and I said, but you're spending time yelling at me? <laughs> and the best part about it was we had a, a detail cop at the store. And she was laughing at the woman after I said that. And she still was going on. The, the, the police officer, she was like, all right, cut it out. Just buy your shit and go. She's like, fuck you yelling at me for? If you make, if you make more than I make in a week, in an hour, you someone else should be buying it. You shouldn't be shopping. Someone else should be shopping your shit for you. I wasn't making a lot of money, but if I'm making, we'll say, seventy five bucks an hour. Like let's say I'm, because I was working part time. So let's say I make seventy five bucks a week. If you're making seventy five dollars an hour, someone else should be buying your groceries. And this is back in ninety six. So if you're making seventy five dollars an hour in ninety six, eh. Yeah. I hope you missed the payment on your Dodge Neon, bitch. 
Oh, fuck you. Uh, my homie in high school had a Dodge Neon. I miss those cars, man. My, my, shit, one of my, shout out to, shout out to my boy, um, Slump Village. He had a Dodge Neon, too. Yo. That, that I missed the Scion. You remember the Scion XD? He had a Scion, man? too. He had a Scion yeah. and a Dodge Neon. All my DJ friends had the Scion XB. I wanted that shit just for that. Back when I thought I was going to be a DJ for life. <laughs> nope. Do you still DJ at all? Hell no, I think I'm broke. <laughs> like, my record collection's gone. I try not to hold on to anything physical because, you know, I'm still living with my brother and shit. So, so, yeah. Nah, no no, no vinyl. I barely collect Blu-rays and shit. It's like, nah, because I got to be able to pack my shit up and bounce like with it at a moment's notice. Oh, God, what's the, what's the phrase? Nah, never fall in love with something that you can't get rid of in 30 seconds or less. 60 seconds or less when the heat is on you. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah, we saw what happened to him. Yeah, yeah. He stood like, by his look. word. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, look, uh, I'm, I, look, we are going to run away, goddammit. Amy Brenneman, we're, we're going. I'm not going back for Wayne Grove. Fuck that shit. Somebody else will get him. Let's get on this plane. Let's be out. But I guess the ending to Heat would be very terrible if they allowed me to do that. <laughs> you know, can I tell you, I've actually never, I've never sat through that movie. I always cry and I always fall asleep. Man. For one time, this is fun, This is funny as hell, though. So one time, I'm waiting for something. Because you know how TNT used to have that weird thing where everything would start at like 10.05 or some dumb shit yep. like that? So <laughs> I happened to be up one day, and I'm watching the end of this movie. And I and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I remember, I remember hit the button and said, Heat. I'm like, oh, this movie's supposed to be great. So I throw the end of it. And I laughed my ass off when I found out what it was. I was like, oh, that's great. Goodbye's word. <laughs> Man. So, Man. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. It's uh, like, could they not afford the extra help on the set of Rust or whatever? Because I think about that shootout scene in Heat, which is like one of the best shootouts in cinematic history. And I'm sure they didn't have any issues on that. Like, bunch of trained professionals, everybody's watching this, checking the weapons, blah, blah, blah. Where the fuck was this on Rust? Or maybe they could have afforded it because most of the money went to Alec Baldwin. I don't know. I, you know what, man? I don't... You know what? I don't know. I don't know... It's a good question, but I, I honestly do feel that like this, a lot of this is just coming from overworked people. You know what I mean? Like, imagine, let's take you for example. You're a photographer. If you work a 19-hour shift as a photographer, probably without like with little breaks and stuff like that, by we'll say hour 12 the same kind of effort and uh, images and kind of view of it is going to start to fall. It's going to start to fall because your eyes aren't going to be the same. Like, you know what I mean? And then you may get frustrated and it's like, all right, I just want to be done with this shit. So, yeah, I mean, I can always walk off the scene if they don't give me any food. Yeah, but according to some of these, they're not allowed to do it. <laughs> yeah, I can fuck right off. You better feed me. I got plenty of food up there. I see that shit. Run that drug, drug. <laughs> Give me that turkey leg. Yo, I used to. Uh, the gig I used to work. With, I used to work. 
I used to have a, I had to wear, I, one of the reasons I hate suit jackets is because I had to wear a suit jacket for as long as I did. <clears throat> so I used to keep, uh, <laughs> I used to keep, like, snacks in my pocket. And <laughs> I, used to, I used to keep these, like, like you know, like, the 7-Eleven, like, bag of, like, cashews and shit like that? Yeah, yeah. So I was sitting there, I was sitting there eating them one day, this dude I used to, who used to be a tenant in my building, he goes, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm eating cashews. He goes, you got pocket nuts? I was like, what? He goes, you got pocket nuts. What's the fucking pocket nuts? He goes, you're eating nuts out of a pocket. I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Don't hate. They're, they're pocket nuts. And I was just like, yeah, they're pocket nuts. And so every so often he'd see me like this. He'd like walk past me. He'd see me doing it. He would just giggle and shake his head. Oh, shit. <laughs> he was, that was my guy, man. He was, he was something else. So. Uh, that reminds me of this job I had uh, working at this, um, oh, what's the name of that joint? It's a store that was, like, right next to the border. Like, you had to buy the shit and then immediately cross the border. I forgot what kind of store it was, but, yeah, they had me working security with the whole suit and everything, standing at, like, different corners of the store for 12 hours, and I fucking hated that shit. Everybody was so goddamn pretentious. That just sounds like ass. It was, and I was doing this shit as a favor for a friend because it's like his uh, stepdad got me the job. That was terrible. That was terrible. None of the employees wanted to fuck. Never mind. Let me not go there. <laughs> you know somewhere I want to go? Just consensually. Consensually, folks. Consensually. You know where I want to go? Go ahead. I want to. I want to talk about Superman being by and people losing their fucking minds over it. <laughs> I'm gonna let. I'm gonna, I'll, you know what? I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let you get this off because right after. No, you know what? No, listen. Before we get to that, Dave Chappelle. Nigga, fuck you. Yeah. So, I did a show, my last uh, episode of the Old Man Wave Show, and this is actually the reason we I wanted to have you on the show in particular. I knew there was something I didn't write down. It was a Dave Chappelle show. Um, the last stand-up he did to close us, it was supposed to be like his, like, it's supposed to be like his swan song to, like, the, the stuff going Netflix on. Netflix like, shit. Netflix shit and all that other stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching it, and I'm just, I'm kind of bored by it. I'm like, this all sounds like rehash jokes. I, I cut it off. I was like, I'm cool. I hit up some of my friends, and I was just like, hey, just so you know, you're probably going to be upset about, about what you're going to see because other things he's saying, especially towards the transgender community. Now, I went back and watched it, and I understood his point. And I'm talking to my friends who all happen to be heterosexual, and we were talking about what he said was wrong. A lot of the stuff that we were wondering about was, the, can there be a conversation? Now, we, I ended with the, I ended by saying that if I have questions about anything regarding the LGBTQ community, I ask. But I'm also fortunate enough to know a lot of people who will let me ask these questions without being judged. Or if I say some homophobic fuck shit, I get called out on it. Like, I'm pretty sure if oh, I... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. So I don't even have to a ask the next question. Because that's that's what you're supposed to do, and if I just if you came to me and I wasn't receptive 
of what you were saying, then now it comes a decision that you have to make. It's like, all right, do I just stop fucking with fucking with Mark because he's just or old man way, whatever the fuck you want to call me? Do I stop fucking <laughs> with him because he isn't the person that I thought he was? <laughs> and so I think it raises. So before we, before I continue, get your shit off about. Dave Chappelle, the closer, his comments, all of it. I'm gonna let you go uninterrupted. Um, you let me know when you're finished. His whole Netflix series was whack, and I watched the uh, show, like the Chappelle show. That shit ain't ain't really aged well, except for certain skits. Well, let's just say season three didn't age well. Oh, at all? No, 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 no. Yeah, season two is still the best, but it's like, oh, <laughs> okay, guy, chill. But it's funny. Um. I mean, he can say whatever he want. I don't have to acknowledge the nigga's existence. I mean, <laughs> he lives on his little farm in Ohio, does a podcast with a, with a fucking colorist piece of shit, and most deaf. I, I don't know what to uh, say about uh, most uh, deaf. Yeah, like I'm not shocked by that at all. To be honest with you. Yeah, like you hang out with rich people. Like, really, what the fuck? There's anything you have to say. It, it doesn't. It, I can't res- resonate with that shit. Same thing with Jay Z, literally trying to become like Basquiat. Oh, you see the nigga's hair. He's trying to become Basquiat. Man. I'm aware, but I, I was like, I will not. I will not take any Jay Z slander. <laughs> I'm joking. I obviously Magna Carta was ass. Okay, I don't Yo, care about whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> That's another Carter conversation. Was ass. For another time, we can have we can have ass. that conversation another time. But because uh, I I, I, can... I don't want to hear generational wealth rap from rich niggas. I'm sorry. So okay, 444, well, I... get the fuck out of here. So, okay, but no, I, I can um, understand that. Though. I, I say it like this. Um, I'm 40. I do not have time to lecture or correct ignorant niggas and. To to my straight male homies on Twitter, I'm not gonna say who. <laughs> Just know that a lot of you niggas were muted when I saw you caping for this transphobic piece of shit. I don't give a fuck. That is, you know, <laughs> obviously the death of his friend didn't really teach him nothing. So and, let's talk about that. That's actually a really good point to bring up with because and on one hand, I get it. Like you know, the idea of like you know his friend dying and you know due to the, uh, the unfortunate incident and, like, you know, and mental health is a real thing. However, I always harken back to something that came up during the insurrection, excuse me, the terrorist act earlier this mm-hmm. year, where one of the terrorists, because we're going to call them exactly what they are, once somebody was like, well, he can't be racist because he has a black wife. I'm like, that don't mean a fucking thing. Let's, let's, let's be completely honest about that. Uh, people have been fetishizing black people since before we were slaves. We were a yeah. fetish. So just ask a, just ask the homie who's currently running AEW. <laughs> it is so disappointing because his pops was that dude too. But um, mm-hmm. so so then so, so, so then you have these situations where I can. So this is one of the other things I I said on uh, the podcast was I'm not gonna knock anybody for feeling a certain way about it. 
who the fuck am I to tell you not to be offended by that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I was offended by some shit that was said, and someone says, well, you shouldn't feel like that, it's like, whoa, who the fuck are you to tell me how, how I should feel about something? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so, I don't knock anybody for feeling like fuck Dave Chappelle or anything like that. That's your God-given fucking right. Like, you know what I mean? So, I don't have an issue with that at all. I do think that he had a point when saying the internet is not a real place. You know how many whole tap ass niggas was quoting that? Yeah, Twitter's not a real place. Yeah, your ass is on here. Yeah. Ping quoting that tweet. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Oh, it is a real place. It is and it isn't. In terms of the friends I've met, I'll put it that way. Like, in terms, yeah, of, in I, terms of the people I've met, that's what makes it real to me. I met some pretty cool ass motherfuckers I, I call met you family. On, hint, I hint. met you online. I met <laughs> wink, <you> wink. <laughs> I met you online. I met my homegirl Stephanie. My homegirl Stephanie online. I met Charm. Stephanie. So homegirl Charmaine online. Like Charmaine. No favoritism though. Huh? No, like hey Charmaine. No favoritism though. <laughs> like, but I, these are the of relationships that I that I honestly own that I that I cherish. Uh, me and Brandon were talking about this about how, like we like we don't necessarily talk every day, but but like when we do talk we like we connect so for me that those that's what i so i agree the internet is a real place mm -hmm. i don't think it's a real place because i know with the way my mental health works sometimes sometimes i just need a break so i just same i back the fuck off you took a little twitter sabbat sabbatical for a little while dog i was about to delete my shit for the second time <laughs> but came back like a week later like i can't ah. <laughs> so this is what too short men i can't stay away <laughs> every every time I get out, they pull me right back in. Exactly, it's my favorite word. Oh, well, yeah. So like, I get it, and I don't. But I, the one thing I will not do is I'm not going to tell anybody how to feel. And I think that's the part that everyone's missing. It's like mm -hmm. you can you can enjoy something that somebody did and not understand why another group of people may feel differently about it. It's, it. And I honestly think it's that simple, but like, it's, for example, I thought the stuff he said in one of his other comedy specials was infinitely worse. Like, he was using the F-bomb with impunity. I'm like, yo, this is kind of uncomfortable now. Like, I get you're trying to make a point, but you, you made the point the first time you said it. You didn't need to make, put so much infamous, out infamous, em, emphasis and vigor onto it. And mm -hmm. so, like, and so when people get upset about it, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Because there are certain comedians that I stopped listening to, listening to because I just didn't really fuck with them in the way they were saying. I was like, I was like I'm not going to go slander them on Twitter because, you know, I don't give What's a fuck. What's the point? Yeah, I don't really give a fuck about it. But if someone says, well, I'm going to do it on Twitter, I'm like, that's fine. But just remember that, you know, freedom of speech is, uh, freedom of speech is the difference between freedom of speech and freedom of consequence. And know that Twitter is a place where people run around like it's the wild fucking west and they're going to be assholes. Exactly. So y'all can say whatever the fuck you want. Just know that deep in my heart, I'm going to tell you quickly to suck my dick in the back. Why is why is that phrase always so goddamn funny to me? Oh, but but they're annoying. Uh, uh, they annoy you, don't they? I I, I thought you found Jesus and Mero annoying. You shouldn't like that phrase because they're annoying. 
Well, just cause, just Remember? Cause, well, you, you said gotta, they're annoying? <laughs> well, you also, well, they are annoying. But let's also be, like I said, my, the tagline of this show is, I'm happy in my hypocrisy. Uh, hey. <laughs> Same. Like, I'm Same. Aware, I'm aware of who I am. Like, you know what I mean? So, Same. Um, I, I'm just a goofy-ass, <laughs> non-binary person who loves Ben Affleck's Daredevil movies. Both of them. I, Openly. I, I, I like Daredevil. I couldn't stand fucking uh, Electra. That was Electra and the Giant. Oh, yeah. We, we don't talk about that. So, oh, so thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. It's actually kind of good because my, uh, my homegirl just said something about what's going on. And she said about the... Um, the I'm sorry. I just want to make sure that I got the, uh, the acronym right because I don't want to like, miss, miss Colton. What, uh, NAMBLA? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> the I-A-T-S-E uh, I want to make sure that I get it right she goes I just hope this doesn't become a witch hunt for Alex Head and understand that this is not a very this is not very this is not very different from the Sarah Jones story otherwise do you need any clarification or anything oh we talk in our own language and it's important that the vernacular is right so so please go away like you know what I mean like this so that's the other thing like because this may not be Alec Baldwin's fault like, you know what I mean? So, and I think that they're going to be looking for a scapegoat. I do, like I said, in my conspiracy theory bag, I truly believe that this is just a way for them to to put this on the creators, or as you said, the lifeblood of the studios. It makes them out of it. So, that's, that's just my two cents. I truly believe that. Um, and to the Dave Chappelle thing, before we get into my, to the topic that I really can't wait to get in on, um, Everyone, just listen to people. Just listen to each other. Be kind to each other. Don't be a dick. Like, it's really, it's really, it really, it costs you nothing to agree to disagree. And if you really don't yeah. fuck with someone, just stop fucking with them. It's, it's really not, like, you know what I mean? Like, and if someone, if you get to a point where someone's just like, well, I just can't fuck with you anymore. If you feel that you are 100% right in the situation, and you feel that, like, this is just a decision that has to be made, make that fucking decision. Ain't a damn thing yeah. wrong with that. You do what you need to do. If you need to back the fuck off, then back the fuck off. Like your peace, your peace is more important than than people will give will give you. So. Yeah, I mean you, you're right, but at the same time, we should definitely uh, bully motherfuckers who say you should see Dune in the theater. See Dune in the theater? Yeah. Oh, like uh, Chappelle? No, I just wrote my own joke. It's all good. Oh. <laughs> I'm oh. just tired of I'm tired of critics critics saying you should see a certain movie in the theater. Knowing, oh no, no man, we're in knowing we're the never ending pandemic. No, dog, I'm not. I'm no. I haven't been to the theater since Harley Quinn. Um, since uh, Birds of Prey. Damn, I got to see that for free. You know, I miss being in film school, and I'm getting tired of them sending me emails for all the movies I could have watched, like in advance. Like, could you please stop sending me those emails unless you're going to send me some student loan money to go along with it? Because I just... <laughs> yeah. If anybody would to give me 20 Gs, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. That's just for halftime. Like, so, a semester. Like, half, like 10 Gs just to take, like, a couple classes. And dude, don't, and don't get me started on, on, on how school is... School can be necessary, but it's also a scam. Oh yeah, hell yeah, it's a it's fucking a, scam. It's a, it's school is a necessary scam. Film school is a scam. That's uh, I will admit that it is a fucking scam. But 
I was mainly going to, uh, you know, get the student aid money, and get some experience, <laughs> buy, buy equipment, which I didn't do at all. going to move on to our last topic and I have so eloquently um, called it Superman is by and Dean Cain is irrelevant man fuck Dean Cain man like dude no one gives a shit about you no one has given a shit about you you were Superman two decades ago you're not even in the top two Superman uh, Superman of all time you will continue to go. You will continue to go down the list as time goes on, and as more actors and um, actresses come out, you will eventually be left off of this list forever. And to quote Troy from uh, uh, Achilles from Troy, no one will remember your name. <laughs> he hurt dude's feelings when he told him that, man. That's why no one will remember you. Like, damn, man. Yeah. Dude, Nigga, fuck. you took one in the ankle. I don't want to hear anything from you. <laughs> Yo, I hate it. Okay, you know what? I'm not. Okay, no. Staying on topic. Staying on topic. Staying on topic. <laughs> Yo, I don't care what people say. I love Troy, man. Troy's one of my, I love that movie. Troy's in my top ten movies. One of my top ten favorite movies of all time. Yeah, but um, yeah, I've been more worried about my show getting blown out by a CW show. Like they're not even acknowledging your Superman and Lois anymore. That nope. the real one has took over. There could be only one. Like, yep. Your head got chopped off. Oh, <laughs> he became like, he like you're island. done. Oh, even funnier. Fucking about Clark that. McCloud. I'm the Clark McCloud. <laughs> oh, even funnier about that shit. The fact, like, it's the fact that when they do the crossovers, they don't bother to call you. They don't need you. Hell nah. Hey, don't get Terry Hatcher first before you, nigga. No, oh, they had they had a character that's playing another character play Superman. <laughs> Yo, they brought they brought one of the evil exes back and didn't call you. They they let him reply Superman and like, nah, we good on we good on Dean Kane. He's like, you support who? Nah, we're cool. Exactly. Yeah, so Yo, those, fuck Hercules too. Oh fuck that! Oh god, fuck him too. So for those of you who do, who may not know or haven't heard about it, Superman's son is bisexual. Uh, the issue actually came out a week from, not even a week from when we're recording now, and people lost their collective fucking minds. When I when I found that when uh, me and my best friend found out about that. I was like, ooh, they gonna be mad. <laughs> I, I love it. And, I, and so a bunch of people have asked me, like, how do I feel about it? I, and I always say the same thing. I said, representation, representation is important as long as it's not done for selfish reasons. It's re- it's, to me, it's really just that simple. If you have a character and it makes sense, to, and it makes sense in the continuity and you're going to do something that helps representation, then I am always going to be for it. However... If you're doing this shit disingenuously, please don't. I'd rather no representation than fucked up representation. Making, um, making Clark Kent's son, who who is now Superman, so all you people saying he's not really Superman, he's Superman. Get the fuck over it. He's Superman now. Making him bisexual or gay or however you call it, it made sense to me. I'm like, okay. 
he's living in a world like he left he left this world grew up somewhere else fell in love or fell in like or fell in lust or however you want to call it he was raised by two people who have always told him to be accepting of who he is in other cultures so when it was time for him to really love somebody it didn't matter what the fuck they had in their pants. He just loved somebody, or he liked somebody. Exactly. It don't really make a fucking difference. And to quote my boy Super Woke Javi, he was just like, he goes, realistically, we're all pansexual. He goes, it's just the problem is that, like, the social, he was like, the social norms of people now have gotten to the point where it's just like, we, it's like, it's not, a, it's like people just don't want to acknowledge it. And I was like, and it was like, yeah. And, like, when he said that, it made so much damn sense to me. Because it's like, because it's, it's right, like, it's funny, like we joke. Me and my buddies joke about my love of Ryan Reynolds, right? But no, I get it. But it's also, I mean, I mean, how could you not? So, but there's a, there's a thing. <laughs> but like, it's also come. It's also to a point where it's like I'm secure enough in my sexuality where I can find another man attractive and not want to fuck him. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It just for me, it doesn't work like that. However, if it worked for somebody else, why? Why does it matter? Like, you know, what I, mean? I never understood. Like, and again. This is coming from a person who's made a lot of mistakes in his life. I have been, I have been on the wrong side of the F word when it was okay to, when it was like, excuse me, when it was quote unquote okay to say it because we lived in the hood. And I, oh Lord, and I am, and look, I am still, I still feel like an asshole for the shit that I said back when I was a kid. But one thing I will continue to do is, is do my best to learn and educate myself on the things that are that are going on so hopefully i won't make these same mistakes again it's called maturity it's called growth it's called understanding now back to superman being gay what are your thoughts on it hey i'm with it i'm excuse me bisexual. Um, I it's, it's all good um i wasn't gonna read the comic first because i'm like hey that's cool but i just kept like the cover just kept popping up all over twitter wherever i went it's like, fuck it. And I, I don't think I've ever read any Superman comics in the past. So I'm like, fuck it. This will be the this, this this will be my entry into that. So that's cool. Like, I'm not mad at that. I mean, the motherfuckers didn't have a problem seeing Batman go down on Catwoman. So it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so did you actually, I haven't, I haven't read the book yet. Um, did you? I haven't either. Like, I just got him the other day. So let me know what you think about it. I'm not, I'm not a really big fan of Superman's kids. I do like him when he's with Damian Wayne, but like in terms of like him, he's kind of like, eh. But again, I don't know enough about him to say yes or no. So maybe I'll, so maybe this will, maybe I'll go back and read it now. I may, I may not. I've also had to cut back on a lot of comic books. So I may. Who like, you telling? I may. So you know what I mean. I may or may not. It may not make the cut. But I will be the first person. I wrote an article for my best friend's website, BlackRabbit.com, about that. And one of the comments I made when I was like somewhere right now. Uh, Boosie Badass is upset and has no idea why. <laughs> fuck, fuck that dude. Uh, yeah. uh, fuck him with like that. You, fuck him with that. Exactly. Like, you got a sex worker to fuck your underage son, so, like, I don't want to hear shit from you, dude. You should be in jail for that, by the way. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, well, that's the world we live in. Bag of teacher, nothing will happen to you. Unless it's the other way around. No fucking comment. So how do you exactly? Feel, so this is so here's one of so I want to get um, keep on the whole, whole idea of representation and things like that. Has there ever been a time where a character was someone who like represented you, whether it be your sexual orientation, 
you as or just like you as a a black person where you were just kind of like you did miles wow right off the bat right off the bat and i don't know if they made good on that i remember when they were talking about oh he's gonna be bi like all right that's cool but i don't know if they ever acted on that i was just happy i got a fucking spider-man who kind of looked like me even though he's like half uh puerto rican black. and black yeah which ain't, which ain't bro, nothing wrong with that. Hey, I'm not mad at that. I but. remember this. I remember them saying that he might be bi. I don't know if it happened. Now the funny thing it, about it, it was someone asked me how I felt about it. I said if it makes sense and they do it properly, I'm all for it. It was like when Iceman came out. I said, oh, that makes sense. It makes perfect sense to me that Iceman's gay. Like he's never, <laughs> he's never really, he's never been secure in himself. And it's funny that now that he has come out. He's become a much better character. He's, his powers have seemed to increase, but it's also some a situation where you have a creative team that took a character, added to it. I don't want to say changed it because if he's gay, then technically, even though he's a fictional character, he's always been this way. But now that he's more comfortable, he's become better with his powers. But his personality remains the same. Now, if they made Iceman gay and then he stopped making jokes. And he just became this like super depressed Batman character. I'd be like, this is dumb. Don't like, don't change the core of the character. So like things like that, kind of are kind of like meh. But oh, I also love that apparently they the colorist for the new Superman, I guess, is homophobic. So they had so they had somebody else recolor the um cover or recover the um recolor the. The comic in general, maybe it may have just been the cover, but I don't know. But I, God I, I damn, fucking, I fucking love it. What the fuck do you have a job still? Uh, he may not, because of, this is happening a lot with. This is again another one of the reasons why sometimes the internet is a wonderful place because when you have things like that and you say things that aren't okay or just intolerant, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. But yet, homeboy who runs Marvel Comics still has a job. Um, Is he like the CEO or the editor-in-chief? Right, I think he's the editor-in-chief. And Marvel? Yeah, motherfucker used to pretend to be uh, Japanese back in the day. And he wants people to forget about that shit. I forget. I don't know if he's still... Is he? I don't know if he's still like the editor-in-chief. I forget. I don't remember exactly how that went. And I, I feel like I should know about this, but I, I can't remember. So, I bring that up because this is also something funny. There was a, on the internet, there, on, on the internet, on the interwebs, there was a whole thing called, it was a, um, a milkshake gate, which was the dumbest fucking thing ever. Milkshake gate? Alright, you ready? What the fuck is that? I'm trying to find the actual article. And I'm hoping milkshake I... gate. Yeah, it's it's, it's a whole. Y'all motherfuckers just love putting gate at the end of everything. Oh, this is true. <laughs> trust me, I'll say. So, make my milkshake or make my milkshake refers to a Twitter hashtag in which people showed support for the female comic Marvel comics editor who was subjected to sex um, sexist attack online after she posted a picture of her and her co-workers getting milkshakes. Yes, that is what that came from. What? The fuck? So on July 28th, 2017, Marvel Comics, uh, Heather Antos tweeted, 
A selfie of her and her sofa girl facing the milkshake. Anto's caption it makes uh it's the Marvel milkshake crew. Fabulous love. The post will show below, which I can't show you because you know, it's not a digital podcast. Um so, day, so days after the photo, the tweet received um, some apparent negative attention, with users claiming that the milkshake photo was an explanation of politicizing comic books and superhero stories, causing a decline of quality. <laughs> they just wanted a fucking milkshake! What the hell? <laughs> oh, Like, man. if I'm a writer for DC and I go get a hot dog, I'm not talking about the state of the world, bitch. I just want a chili dog. Like, what the, what the fuck is going on? Uh, people are idiots, is what it comes down to. That is true. Yeah, it's not that deep. It really, it really, it really is not that serious. Uh, one of my coworkers laughs every time she wants to ask me a question. She goes, "Oh, sorry to bug you." I'm like, "It's not that serious." Every time she said, every time I say that, she giggles because, because like I don't really like we're at work. Like ask all the, all the fucking questions you want. <laughs> yeah, like people. I mean, I, people, oh, go ahead, bro. People, sorry. People just want to be. I feel like I honestly do feel that people just want to be mad. They're just mad at the wrong shit. They need to be mad at Winter Schnitzels for putting chili on top of mac and cheese. Uh huh. Yeah, like Winter Schnitzel has like chili mac and cheese. I'm like, yo, chill. That just sounds like a whole day of me in the bathroom, and I'm all for it. That sounds awful. It sounds disgusting, and I want every part of it. <laughs> so I'm gonna admit how how terrible that sounds. <laughs> Alright, but I, I, I had a chili cheese dog burger um, from Tasty Burger, and that shit cleared up my hangover instantly. Wait, 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 wait. Chili cheese dog burger. Yes. That sounds terrible. I will take two. Yeah. See? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Alright, I gotta end this. I gotta end this, though. Thank you for thank you for joining everyone for listening. I want to shout out uh, DD Sweets. Thank you. Uh, tell, everyone, tell everyone where they can find you if you want them to find you. Um, oof. um, Twitter, hey DD Sweets. That's hey D E E D E E Sweets. Um, if you want to check out my photographs, um, go to IG and look up We Shoot Classics Fam. I would give out my personal IG, but no. Um, just yeah, Twitter or that IG. That's pretty much it. And as far as shows and everything, nah, I, I, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, <laughs> and you can't cool. find them either. I deleted them all. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all y'all. Exactly. <laughs> no, not real. Well, some of y'all. Some, some, I mean, never mind. I ain't, ain't going to get into that. I, I get some moves. I'm just kind of like, eh, all y'all can all suck a bag of unwanted dicks. Exactly. So. <laughs> There's something I want, something I wanted to do, and a buddy of mine, we have, we've had these random conversations about like sex acts and things of that nature and fetishes. Now, oh shit, here's one for you. It's called hierophilia. That's H-E-I-R-O-P-H-I-L-I-A. Is a fetish for religious or sacred objects. The fetish includes masturbation or penetration with a cross, Bible, or church pew. It can also include performing sexual acts or play in the places of worship in a house, house of worship, altars, or confessional booths. It is a fetish that is not talked about much obvious for reasons. However, sex and religion have been around since the beginning of time with stories like Adam and Eve, the Book of Solomon, and the debauchery that was Sodom and Gomorrah. 
sexual religion have also been part of a pop culture with Madonna's controversial videos for Like a Prayer, Lady Gaga, oh, shit. Lady Gaga's <laughs> Judas and Alejandro video, or Gaga dressed as a nun being spanked by designer Gutierre, who is dressed as a priest for their photo shoot, Little Nas X giving Satan a lap dance in his Call Me By Your Name video, I can go on. Even now, people still dress up like naughty Catholic schoolgirls, slutty nuns, dirty priests to fulfill a fantasy. This fetish is a lot more popular than people will openly admit, but it is out there. So now you have a name for it. There you go. I'm going to start doing these randomly on my show. I'm like, hey, so did you ever hear about this? <laughs> hey, have you heard oh, about shit. this? Alright, so thank everybody for listening. This has been the Old Man Wade Show. I want to thank DD Sweet for actually um, thank you. Thank you. doing the show. I want to thank him for... Thank you, excuse me, for... Uh, I mean, if you just, like, apostrophe E-M, that works, too. Oh. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. So <laughs> and it's funny, because I'm not... Because in, in my head, I'm not saying him. I'm saying M. Like, thank him. Uh, thank you for doing it. I get it. it. Thank you for uh, uh, dealing with my flakiness. And It's not flakiness, man. You had shit going on, and I don't have shit to do. So it's all good. <laughs> I don't mind waiting, man. All right, man. All right, Smokey. I'm getting off this thing. Oh, my God. Whatever. <laughs> you know, all right, everyone. Be kind to each other. Peace. Hey, what's up, everybody? So I actually just saw something. I was actually looking for some um, images on this. And apparently, the colorist of uh, this particular, of the of these, of um, Superman said, I'm tired of this bullshit. Colorist on Superman comic quits over decision to make Man of Steel bisexual and fucking nonsense decision to scrap Truth, Justice, and the American Way slogan. A colorist who helps produce DC Superman comics says he is quitting over the decision to make the Man of Steel bisexual and a change to the iconic comics uh, patriotic slogan. Fuck this guy's name announced that he was quitting his position on a YouTube live stream with fellow former DC comics worker Fuck That Person's Name on October 13th. Uh, the outgoing colorist who says he'll serve out his contract with DC before leaving said, in the, in the podcast, I'm tired of this shit. Which, you know, hey, I, I hate to break this to you. There are gay and bisexual and all sorts of other people across the world. So, fun fact for you, dude, go fuck yourself. Now the show's ending.